Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encouraged you and uplifts you throughout your week. Enjoy the and, message. Um, and as we transition from seasons to seasons, we're going to in, we're in spring right now. We realize the temperature changes, especially here in Lakeland, Florida. Who loves the beach? Who loves the beach? You got your beach people, okay? You got you, uh, okay. Who are the the lovers of the beach again? Put your hands in the air, okay? Who hates the beach? Three, four, five. Okay, all right. Here, here's the here's the reality. I I I enjoy the beach. I hate the process to get to the beach. You know, I'm talking about like, especially when you have kids. Okay, you you don't want to go to the beach with kids because when you go to the beach, you want let's let's just be real. We're fast. Okay, let, let, we'll get when you go to the beach, you don't want to watch your kids do sandcastles. Okay, you know why? You want to lay down. You want to relax? You know, you don't, you don't, I, that's my kind of beach, okay? My kind of beach is I, leave me alone, let me get burnt, um, let me just stay there and just relax, okay? But it's the process to go to the beach. But here's the reality. One day, me and Jess went to the beach by ourselves, okay? And it was like, the, we were married for like, I don't know, a couple years, and um, I, I think we just had Elijah, and we're like, hey, we need to go and just go to the beach, relax, give the, the kids to the grandparents, and let's just roll. So we went to the beach, and we went. We were outside in, in, at the beach from like 8 a.m. to like, I mean, we just stood there the whole day. We had lunch and everything like that. So at night, I mean, I was burnt. I was red, purple. I was all of it. Every color there is, I, I was burnt. So at night, I started like shaking I started shaking, and it wasn't the Holy Ghost, okay? It wasn't the Holy Ghost, all right? We, we, I was shaking. I got hot. I, I was, like, throwing up, and I was just, I had to get in the shower, and I, Jess is like, what's going on? And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I got sun poisoning. I got sun poisoning that day, and it was, because the heat was so, it was so hot. It was the middle of the summer, and, and, like, my body was just radiating with heat, and I was just like, it was the worst feeling ever. Because here's the reality. You can put as much sand, uh, suntan lotion on. You can do all the things you want. You know, some people put like lotion so you can get brown. So it's like a brown dirt thingy, whatever, but whatever. But I, I did it all. I had the suntan lotion. I did whatever. But the reality is the heat will get you no matter what, especially here in Florida. If you're not covered up, if you're not covered up or anything, you're, the heat is going to get you. Today, the, sermons, the sermon is called Bring the heat. Bring the heat. And as, as I was thinking in what to, to preach on as we end this, uh, this month of April, I want us to understand that heat is going to be around us. Have you ever felt like you're doing everything right? Like you're doing everything right in your life. You know, you're giving, you're being a great parent, you're doing, you're doing you know, you're being a good coworker. you're doing everything right in your life, but then you feel like hell is all around you. <laughs> Like, like you're doing all the things that you can do to be the best person, to be the best citizen, to be the best mom, to be the best everything. The, you're reading your Bible. And, it, and have you ever felt in the midst of doing good, heat is all around? Hell is all around in your life. But the reality is we have to know that there's going to be times where we feel this way. But how do we operate when we feel the heat? See, um, 
If you're trying to run from, you can try to run from the heat, but the heat's going to burn you each and every time. You felt that. You've, you've been through that trial. You've been through that temptation. You, you tried your best, but it feels like you get burnt every time. And sometimes when you, you feel like you get burnt and you get burnt, you try in that relationship, you try in that friendship, and it just keeps happening. It keep, you keep getting burnt. And you feel so weak, and you feel like you just want to quit. Here's the first point I have for us today. Number one, the enemy will throw all he has at you because the potential on the inside of you. Today, I want you to know, understand that the heat around you might not be a bad thing. Because if the enemy is not fighting you, you should be scared. <laughs> if the enemy is not bringing a little heat in your life, you should be saying, I'm not saying to fall into temptation, but if the enemy has, has gone to someone else and, and, and tormenting someone else and just leaving you alone, he knows that, hey, he, he, they do it by themselves. They, they mess themselves up. The heat is because the potential on the inside of you. You feel the heat because you're doing something right. It's a twisted mindset to have sometimes, but if you feel like you're doing right, the, the enemy's going to come full force in your life. The reality is, is we, we, we sometimes push God away in the midst of feeling the pressures in life, the heat in life, but I'm here to tell you today, embrace the heat embrace the heat because we have to know that God is still on our side. God is still working. Yeah, hell might be around, but hell can't have me. You have to be in the midst of the fiery furnace and know that I will not be consumed. You have to have this potential. The potential on the inside of you is so great that the enemy wants to take you out. And we see here in the book of Daniel, these boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, had a bunch of favor towards the king. I mean, they were, they were exiled men, uh, boys coming from a different place into Babylon. They didn't belong there. They didn't deserve all the favor, but they found favor in the eyes of the king. But we see here in Daniel chapter 3, verse 4 and 7. I don't think I gave you this, so let me just read it here. There was a proclamation that was given to the nation of what he wanted them to do. In Daniel chapter 3, verse 4 and 5, it says this, And I heard a proclamation aloud, You are commanded, O people, nations, and languages, that when you hear the sound of the horn, the pipe, the lyre, the, the, the bagpipe, and every kind of music, you fall down and worship the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. So what they did, they, they blew the, we, we all heard this. If you've been in church for like more than three seconds, you heard about this story. So they, they, King Nebuchadnezzar put this statue up and he wanted everybody, Jew, um, Gentile, everybody to worship this idol, to worship this false God. Um, but we understand that the Jewish people came into Babylon and they only served the one true God, which is, which is God. So they were in a conflict. They were in the midst of pressure. And they said, if you do not worship this idol, you're going to be thrown in a fiery furnace. So it says in verse 7, therefore, as soon as the, ha the harp and the lyre, everything started blowing, everybody starts bowing down out of fear. And three boys stood up in the midst of faith. Everybody, imagine this situation. Imagine this scenario. The, the, the 
the people that you grew up with, that you came out of exile with, now you're in this weird land, and all these people that, that you knew that have faith, all these people that you knew grew up with the right family, all these people that you knew that you went to school with them, you went through, through Bible school with them, and now fear is gripping them, and they're bowing down to the issue, and you're the only one standing up. What kind of faith, but also what kind of intimidation can you have in your life? That you're the only one standing up. You're the only one standing up in your family. You're the only one standing up in, in your marriage. You're the only one standing up when everybody else is bowing down. How can you still have faith when others bow down? But there was also fear attributed to this as well. Not only if you bow down, you will get in trouble, but it's to your death. See, sometimes we read these stories and we're like, oh, this is cool. This is fun. These guys stood up in the midst of death. And then sometimes, sometimes somebody says something bad about you and you crumble under pressure. I mean, we have to understand that heat, that the hell is going to rise up against us, but we will not be. These guys did everything right. They were reading their word. They were, they were doing everything the king did. They were doing everything that their religion said, but also um, um, honoring the king. You can know something right there that you can be in the midst of what you need to do, but you still honor people. Because there's so many Christians that are like, oh, I know the answer, but we don't even know how to treat people. These people, these boys, not only honored God, but they honored the king. Even though the king was whacked out of his mind. But why did he, uh, they honor the king? Because if God put the king in their place, the only way they operate is in honor. So we see here that in the, in the moments where they were honoring, when nobody wanted to honor the king, it gave them an opportunity to show the love of Christ in a difficult situation. See, they served the king. They served God. They, they, they did everything right. And here's the side note I want you to know. The enemy hates when he throws everything out, the kitchen sink and all to you, and you still stand tall. The enemy hates it. He can throw this lie at you. He can throw this temptation at you, and you're still coming to church. You're still giving. You're still serving. You're still um, waking up every day saying, I'm going to be the best I can. I'm going to wake up and be that mom. I'm going to wake up and be that dad. I'm going to do all I The enemy hates it when he throws every insecurity out of you, and you still stand soft. Say, hey, I might have it, but I'm still going to be a child of God. I might feel it, but I'm still going to walk tall because I know greater that is in me, that is in the world, and I can live a different way way. He hates that. You know why he hates that? Because he knows this, that you took his job and his job, you do his job better than he ever has. You have a, a weapon called your worship. And when you worship only when it's good, it's easy. But when you worship when you're in the fire, when you worship when all hell is raising up, when you worship when you're just dragging yourself to church, when you worship when you just you and your husband just yelled at each other at the, in the car and now you have to put on a face to come to church. You, 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 when you worship in the midst of the heat, it's a different kind of worship. It's a different kind of worship. See, the, Lucifer, the devil, wanted to be better than God. So what he did, he tried to creep his way and did this into it. God was going to say, you gone. 
He was the worship leader of heaven. You know why the enemy works in music? Because he was in charge of the music. I mean, you understand why the enemy works now in lyrics and music? Because that's what he knows. So that's why it's, you need to be careful to what you put in your ears. Listen, I, you, just gotta, you just have the sermon if you're I'm not trying to say, hey, do the, you do what you got to do. You're grown people. But I'm here to tell you, be careful. Because have you ever felt before when you are down, you're not playing great is your faithful, and I'm playing just depression music for me. You know why? Because the music attracts to what you feel. And it feeds into that thing. See, when you worship in the fire, you look at the enemy in the face and say, hey, I do your job better than you. <laughs> Sometimes you got to have a little, little gangster about yourself to the enemy. Like you got to look at him and say, you, you got to look at him and say, ha. Ah. I worship better than you. I praise better than you. I, I do because you took his job. Now God says he inhabits the praises of his people. So when you worship through the fire, the potential on your side is activated and God takes glory and credit for it because you are worshiping through your issue, not, worse, not stopping your worship in the, because of your issue. We need to feel the heat. Number two is this. When you're doing everything right and you feel hell all around you, you feel the heat around. Be careful of small-minded people when God has called you to have big faith. Woo. I need an organ, but we don't have one. We're praying. Pray with me, people, okay? Because we see here that they were doing everything right. They were doing everything right that they wanted to do, that God has called them to do. And then some people started talking to the king. Be careful who you listen to and be careful who you say your disappointments and your vulnerability times, vulnerable times. Be careful who you tell people because they can use that as ammo when they want to. See, because we see here in Daniel chapter 3, verse 8 and 12, it says, Therefore, at the time a certain Catalan came, came forward and accused the Jews. They accused Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they went to the king. This, this, is, this is how I know it's, it's funny. And I want, I want you to look at this as a kid telling on another kid. So I have two kids. I have Elijah and Riley. They argue all the time. We're working on it. We're, 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 we're trying not to be horrible parents, okay? But here's the reality. They argue all the time. So Elijah sometimes comes to us and say, Riley's doing this. And Riley comes to us and says, Elijah's doing this. You, you ever been there before, right? So I want you to look at this as these, these people are doing this. They say, oh, um, number, verse 9, it says, they declared to the king, O oh, king who lives forever, you, O oh, king, have made a decree that every man who hears the sound of the horn, the pipe, the lyre, the trigon, the harp, the bagpipe, and every kind of music, they shall fall down to the image. You said that, king. 
I'm just quoting you. And whoever does not fall and worship shall be burned in the fiery furnace. You said that? Therefore, we saw certain Jews who you have appointed to the affairs of providence of Babylon. You know those people that you gave that promotion to? You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? You know those people? Oh, king. Oh, king. They pay no attention to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Tattletales. People will use words to manipulate their agenda. See, these guys, I, I call these spiritual haters in your life. Anybody have no spiritual haters in your life? When you're trying to do everything right, you're trying to live your life, and it's for some reason, your name is always in their mouth. Can, can, can we be honest today? Like, like I, I, we don't hang out. But for some reason, my name keeps on coming up. And they can manipulate and say things that they want to say to put you in a different light. See, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was just living their life. They were just doing unto God what they did. They were serving the king. They were doing everything right towards the king, everything right towards God. But then people got to get in the middle and say, hey, you heard them. You see those people didn't stand. They stood up. And what, did ha- what happened at this moment? It said that the king got Furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. At one point, the king promoted these boys to a high official office in his kingdom. But now, a word from somebody tattletaling now changed the perspective of how the king viewed the boys. I'm speaking too real today. Because this is what happens. you got to be careful what you say about people. Because the reality is, is, is you, might have a, not, you might have not the whole truth, but just the truth that you know. But you're not only messing your credibility, you're messing credibility of others. You're messing influence of others. And this is what these boys were doing. These, these Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had favor in the eyes of the, of the king, but now they're going to be thrown in a fiery furnace because somebody told on them for doing something good. See, don't be fooled when you're doing good. Don't be fooled when God is blessing you. Don't be fooled when, when, when everything seems like everything's working. Don't be fooled when the enemy shows his face. Don't be fooled that, that when you're living, in, you're living with good morals, when you're, when you're trying to make that decision in your life, when you're trying to, to, to find that position, don't be scared. Don't be surprised when the enemy tries to fight you in the midst of the fire. Because in Genesis chapter 4, verse 7 says, if you do what is well, you wouldn't, would you not be accepted? And if you do not what is well, the, the sin is crouching at your door, and it desires to have you. See, the enemy's always crouching, so you give him an inch, he's going to what? Take a mile. 
And we have to be careful. The people that we let influence, don't let the heat take away your character. Let me say that again. Don't let the pressures of life, don't let that one moment of feeling hell all around you take away your character. Sometimes you need to bite your tongue in the midst of the heat. Sometimes you need to, you need to give more or, or, or be a blessing in the midst of the heat. Sometimes you need to worship harder in the midst of the heat. Sometimes you need to work in silence in the midst of the heat. Because, because you, you want, the heat is going to be, do not let the heat identify your identity and character in Christ. Because hell is going to rise up, but we have to stand firm in knowing that God is still in the middle of it. God is still working. And yeah, things might be said, but if I live in the character and the integrity that God has um, made me to live in, listen, I don't care what people got to say. I know that I'm doing right. And if the heat's coming, I can do whatever. I just got to, I just got to be honorable to God. Sometimes you just got to stop worrying about what people say and just worry about what he says about your life. Because the heat's coming we have to know how to be going to be ready for the heat. And number three, we got to look at the fire a little different. We got to look at the fire a little different. See, this is where we are sometimes. We see our circumstance, and we can't see a blessing on the other side. And it's weird to think that way. I mean, I'm in the worst time of my life, and I'm still in his arms. Because we see Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego being thrown in the furnace. They're, they're thrown in the furnace. And sometimes we're so tunnel, have tunnel vision that all we see are the flames and we don't see the exit door out. I mean, flames are all around, and, and, and situations are all around, and, 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 you know, gas prices here, and this and here, and my kids are going crazy, and, and my finances are going crazy. And we all always we see our flames at the surface. But God is calling us to look at it a different way, a different altitude, a different vision. What if the heat was never for you? Let me explain. Ryan, can you go grab that? That it's behind there. It's a it's a ladder. Grab real fast. Can I tell you that maybe you're looking at the fire from a wrong point of view? See, a couple a couple years ago, I, actually, we're flying tomorrow out. If you can just set it up right there. A couple, a couple years ago, we were going to New Jersey. About four years ago, we were going to New Jersey to preach at a friend's church, okay? And, and uh, the, the airport is, was packed, and, and we, our flight was delayed. Our flight was delayed, and it was the worst experience ever. We slept in the, uh, in the airport. It was worse. Everybody felt that? Like, have you been that before? I mean, we slept on the floor of the airport. I mean, it was the worst experience. We tried to get another flight and everything. So in that moment, I am frustrated. The Puerto Rican side of me came out. My white side went, went away, okay? I mean, I was frustrated. I was mad. 
I mean, all I can see was, hey, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to get to Jersey to preach your word, God. And all I see is be, uh, like frustration. All right, Jess is mad. We're hungry. Everything, like it's, uh, we don't have our bags. Did we have our bags? I think we had our book bags. Our bags were gone. I mean, we were stuck at the airport. I was so frustrated. But then finally we got on the plane. And the plane took off. And what was on the ground seemed a little different from above. What, what was so big at surface level is now tiny at a different altitude. See, this is where we're at in our life sometimes. We only live at surface level because we only can see what's in front of us. But God calls us to live from glory to glory to glory. That means there's a progression. That means we got to think a little bit different. He says his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. We need to stop looking our life at surface level and start thinking a little bit higher. See, because here's the reality. At surface level, the flames are there. (laughs) But when you come up, what was down seems a little bit smaller now. Because I'm thinking a little higher. I'm having a little bit more confidence about myself. I'm not only looking at my issue, I can see it at a different level. And now what seems like I am in hell all along is now I can see what God is doing above the flames. See, some of us have to look that God is doing something different in our lives. See, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, all they had to know was God was in the middle of the fire. And they were secure. But for us, we have to be like, oh, uh, yeah, God is good, but I also need this. And I need this. And I need this 401k. And I need this. And we're only thinking about surface. And we're wondering why we're stuck in anxiety. Because you're living at the surface when God has called you to live a little higher. God has called you to think a little higher. God has called you to, to, to look at the, uh, his point of view of your life. Yeah, you might be in, it, in the middle of it, but God has so much greater for you. Stop looking at now and start moving forward. Yeah, you might be in the midst of the heat, but you got to start looking what God is doing. You got to start looking around. He hasn't, he hasn't left you. He's there. Yeah, you might feel a little uncomfortable, but when you look at it as God look at it, you can see that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went through the fire to change a nation. What if Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was just focused on the fire? Oh, this hurts. <laughs> oh, this smells. But they weren't focused on that. What, what, did, what did they say? They, they, he said, let me go back down here. It says, in verse 3, verse um, 16 and 18, Shadrach, Meshach, and Bendo answered to the king, O King Nebuchadnezzar, we have no answer in this matter. If this be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the fiery furnace. Thinking a little higher. And when he and 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 he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if he does not. Know this king, that we will not serve your God and worship your golden image. That's not surface level thinking. I mean, if I'm them, I see the fire and I'm going to burn. 
But what did they say? Hey, king, I see the fire. I know it's going to hurt. But I know there's a different purpose in my life than this fire. And if I have to get in the midst of the flames to see what God wants to do through my life, bring the heat. Bring the heat. Because King Nebuchadnezzar's mindset was, hey, you have to worship this idol. You have to worship this. And, and, and the boys were not doing it. So they said, hey, you need to throw them into fiery furnace. But look what happened in Daniel chapter 3, verse 24. It says, then King, King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose in haste. He declared to his, his counselors, didn't, didn't we cast three bound men in the fire? And he answered the king, true, O king. And he answered and said, but I see four unbound. They went in bound. They went in with their depression. They went in with their anxiety. They went in with their issue they were dealing with. They went there with all the insecurities that they went in with the into the fire bound. But when the vision was was seen, there was four and all four were what? Unbound. Because you can be in the midst of the heat, but God is still in there working the plan that he has for your life. It was unbound and walking in the midst of the fire. Not only are they unbound, they're walking in this thing. <laughs> they're like, hey, Shadrach, what's up, boy? Ooh, you know, if I was there, I'd be like, oh, they can't touch me. Meshach. I mean, that's what this is. If they're walking in the midst of the fire, and, and King Nebuchadnezzar was looking at this like, my man's counting. And they're not hurt. And the fourth appears like the son of God. Then King Nebuchadnezzar came near the door of the burning um, furnace. He declared that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servant of the most high God, come out, uh, come out, of, come out of here. Before, there was an image presented for his God. But when God shows his power because the guys went into the fire, now the one that was saying, hey, worship this God, is now declaring Shadrach, Meshach, and Vindigo's God is God. It's a different perspective because what if the fire wasn't for you? What if the fire was for your family members to see your faith in the midst of the fire? What if, your fire, what if the fire was for your, your generations to, that you breaking the generational curse for your family and you might feel the hell right now, but what if you're breaking generational curse for generations and generations for your family? See, the fire wasn't for the boys because the boys already were prepared for the fire. You know, they were prayed of. They were ready. And when they were in the midst of the fire, then King Nebuchadnezzar's mindset changed because the boys went through hell. And they said, oh, the one true God. And then they changed it up. Listen, this is one of my favorite stories. King Nebuchadnezzar answered, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel to deliver his servants who trusted him and, and, and set aside the king's command and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship the God except their own God. Therefore... This is so good. You can play music in the background if you need to. 
he told them, he set a decree to the land. It wasn't four people. It was like the whole land. <laughs> and now, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego has shown that God's the one true God. When God is in the midst of it, lives are changed. When God's in the midst of it, situations that seem impossible become possible. Because it says this, therefore, this is King Nebuchadnezzar, therefore, I make a decree. Any people nation, language, that speak anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn limb to limb, their houses laid in ruins, for there is no other God who can rescue in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They ain't got a raise. <laughs> they got in the fire. They changed the nation, and they got paid for it. Because you can't deny God in the middle of it. See, people will look at Axios Church and in our church and be like, man, you guys are in the midst of the fire. You guys are growing. You, you guys, it, it, it's hard. Outside. But I'm here to tell you today, yeah, we're in the midst of the fire, but there's a fourth in the fire. We're not confused. We can't do it on our own. If we're three in the fire, we won't be consumed. But if there's the fourth in the fire, we can walk around and be like, hey. Because the reality is the heat is going to come. Why the fire? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did nothing wrong. They didn't deserve the fire, but the fire wasn't for them. The fire was for the people to see the glory of God and the nation to be changed forever. Do not curse your heat. Do not curse your heat because it can be the thing that leads you to your blessing. It can be the thing that leads you to your best blessing. Then some of you are like, okay, that's cool. I have to go through a little heat for people. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but what was in it for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? The heat, the fire, them going into an obedience and doing that, it, it was for the people probably to see God's glory. But what was in it for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? See, the heat was for people, but the encounter was for them. They encountered God in a way that nobody else encountered God. They, they dealt with in a miracle. When you get in fire, it's supposed to burn you. <laughs> the heat was for people to see God's glory. But the encounter in the midst of the heat changed them forever. What if God wants to encounter you in the midst of your difficult situation? What if God wants you to God, God wants to encounter you in a way that, that seems impossible, where you have a hard heart and you the, this church thing has done some, some horrible things to you? You've been church hurt. You've been what if God wants to encounter you right there? What if you don't have to have it all together and God wants to encounter you in your fire? The encounter was for the boys. 
the encounter, to, to, to experience God in a whole other way, to grow more, to, to, to worship him more. We need to know in the midst of the fire, we need to worship God like we never worshiped him before because a different kind of spirit, a different kind of encounter is going to encounter you because it's not about when it feels good. It matters when, listen, I'm grinding this thing out, God. I, I don't want to lift my hand today, but guess what? I am. And right there, that's the fire. He can encounter you in a different way. He can heal you in a different way. You can encounter him in so many miraculous ways because it's not when you want to. It's because that you need to. God, I need you. I'm in this fire. I'm bound with my issue. I need to encounter you in a different way. There's a difference between want and need. Sometimes hell is all around. And you just pick yourself, God, I need you. God, I need you. More than ever, I need you. Trust God no matter what. Embrace the heat. Don't let others' opinions rob you from your blessing. Keep your eyes on God. He's past all understanding. It might seem impossible, but I'm here to tell you when you're faithful, even in the fire, he will show his face in a miraculous way that will blow your mind. Don't curse the fire. Maybe you need to get a little uncomfortable to let you trust him a little bit more. But even when you're doing everything right, hell's going to rise up. Don't listen to preachers that say, hey, everything's going to be good. No, it's not. (laughs) There's one thing that is promised, and God said, hey, you're promised that bad things might happen (laughs) through this world. But take heart. I have overcome the world. He's in the midst of the fire with you. You might feel hell, but he is there. Think a little higher. Think a little higher. God can do so much more in your life. The heat will come. Embrace the heat because he is in the midst with you. Bow your heads close. Thank you again for joining us here at Axios. Hey, to hear more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you want more information about Axios, go to axioschurch.com. There you can get more information, give, and connect. Remember, we love you and we're in this together. Thank mm-hmm. you.